What's going on, Badger Nation? It's been a while since you joined me for a walk, so I decided it is the perfect day for a walk. The sun is shining. It's great to be back here. Uh, and to think just a few weeks ago, I was in Austin enduring the ice apocalypse where we lost power and water for a week. Today, I wanted to talk about ratios. It's a topic that every good PPCer thinks about. A few weeks ago, my friend Elizabeth and I talked on the show about hidden ratios inside your PPC campaigns. It was episode 118. I loved it. And if you haven't checked it out, I definitely recommend it. We talk about the obvious ratios that we're all familiar with, like ACOS, which is actually the ratio of ad cost of sales, CTR, which is the ratio of clicks to impression. But then we also talked about hidden ratios, things that really influence the performance and your own understanding of a campaign, but isn't listed anywhere inside your Amazon account. Things like ad cost of total sales, the ratio of ad cost versus your total Amazon sales, uh, which could indicate if you're missing potential for new top line using PPC. We discussed the ratio of ad spend across different targeting types and match types and how much you're spending on broad versus phrase. And of course, we even touched on RPC, you know, revenue per click, the hidden ratio behind CPC, you know, CPC being your cost per click, you know, how much you spent divided by the number of clicks, whereas RPC is how much revenue you've generated divided by the number of clicks. So let's take a seat here next to this river and let me tell you the story of one ratio that didn't make it onto the show that day, but it's one of my favorite ratios inside PPC because it's one of the easiest and fastest ways to get a pulse on your campaign performance. And it was so important, I wanted to dedicate its own episode to it. So let's dig in. Now, if you've been following the show for a while, you'll know that I've been in the world of PPC for a while now. In fact, the very first podcast I did on Amazon PPC was in 2012. Uh, not this show, obviously. It was a, a friend's podcast at the time. In that time, you know, nearly 10 years, I've been doing Google Ads and Amazon Ads. Now, Google Ads actually started in the year 2000 and was actually much more popular for much longer than Amazon PPC is, whereas Amazon PPC really only started to get scientific just within the last few years. Now, even though I've been full-time on Amazon ads for the last few years, I do miss you Google ads and Facebook ads. Um, now, now, this ratio is something I'd actually like to bring to the Amazon PPC community from the Google ads community. This is a ratio that really only high-powered Google ads marketers new and I think continue to know to this day. The ratio is called the Lynn Rodnitsky ratio. It was created by two guys, Will Lynn and David Rodnitsky. Uh, we're two PPCers from Google Ads. And today I want to talk about their ratio and how I think it could be adopted into the world of Amazon PPC. Now we all know that online paid traffic is a constant battle of casting a wide net seeing what converts, and hopefully ensuring that the majority of our ad spend is going towards things that do convert while minimizing the impact of that research or testing-based ad spend. For example, I had a friend of mine reach out to me the other day. He said, hey, Michael, can you take a look at this campaign? The A cost was 80%. And I'm trying to get it down to 40%. I said, you know, okay, let's, let's take a look. And I did an analysis where I downloaded the search term report, and I basically did something that 
you know, it's fairly common. I just looked at how much money was being spent on things that converted versus things that didn't convert. Fairly straightforward analysis, but we can get a little bit more nuanced with this. Back to the lin ronetsky ratio. These two guys wanted to create a ratio that demonstrated the ratio of ad spend on the entire account versus the searches that earned a conversion. Now on Google ads, a lot of people use CPA, which is cost per acquisition. I think of it like a lead form where every single lead is going to be worth the exact same. So they average it out. Now on Amazon, CPA isn't a really great ratio that a lot of us think about. Since we often have variable size shopping carts, coupons, price testing, cost of goods sold. So on Amazon, ACOS is the generally accepted best indicator for determining how efficient your ad spend is. So my friends, I now present to you a little handy ratio that gives you great insight into your campaign control, the ACOS power ratio. The ACOS power ratio is inspired by the Linrod-Nitsky ratio in the sense that it compares your total performance to every click with at least one conversion, except it uses ACOS rather than CPA. For example, let's say you have an account with an ACOS of 80%, and let's assume this is much higher than what you want. Now, one way to determine you know, how to approach this and how to fix this would be to click inside every campaign, every ad group, analyze how tight or loose the account is. You might try to look at you know, how much you're spending on broad, phrase, exact. You might look at your bids. You'd look at search term reports to calculate wasted spend. And you know, you'd, you'd analyze you know, where the bids should be, all of those things. Now, I wanted to present to you the ACOS power ratio, which is a single number that can indicate a lot of different things. It can tell you how tight or loose your account is, meaning how much you're relying on things like auto, broad, uh, and how loose those things are in the sense of, you know, the broad might be converting a little bit, but it might actually be bringing in a lot of things that are not converting. It can also analyze whether or not you're spending too much money on things that haven't converted at all. So maybe an exact match that's gone astray and maybe not enough spend on things that have converted. It can also tell you if you're not doing enough testing of new keywords, so it can actually clue you in as to when a safe time is to add those 50 or 100 keywords that you wanted to test without it impacting your ACoS too much. So let's get back to that example. Let's say we have an 80% ACoS. We would download a search term report, and then we'd have that account level ACoS of 80%, but then we would compare that to the ACoS of every click with one order or more. So the ACoS of converting terms might be 40%. This means that if you wanted a dramatic ACoS improvement, you could likely pause or downbid a lot of things that are not serving you and actually get close to a 40% ACoS very quickly without overcomplicating the optimization process. So the ACoS power ratio is simply the ACoS of your entire account versus the ACoS of all clicks with one order or more. Now this example I just mentioned, your ACoS power ratio would be two because 80 over 40 is two. Now with this ratio, the higher the number, the looser your account is. For example, if you had an account-wide ACoS of 100%, but the ACoS of everything with one order was just 20%, the ACoS power ratio would be 100 over 20, giving you a power ratio of five. This would represent an incredibly wild account where there's lots of ad spend going towards things that haven't converted. Conversely, if you have a ratio that's very low, that's you know, too close to one, it might represent an account that's too tight, that you're being too conservative with, that you're not testing enough with. 
For example, imagine if the ACoS of the entire account was 25%, but the ACoS of everything with one order or more is 20%. The ACoS power ratio would only be 1.25, and it might represent an account that's not trying to push or test or find new opportunity. So that's actually a great, op great time to test new keywords. So what is a good ACoS power ratio? Well, after months of looking at dozens of campaigns for their ACoS power ratio, I believe the following apply. If you have an ACoS power ratio under 1.5, so a very low power ratio from 1.0 to 1.5, you're probably not testing enough. This would mean that your account ACoS is very close to the ACoS of all things with at least one order. In other words, while you don't have much wasted ad spend, which is nice, you're probably not also looking for new opportunity like launching new keywords, launching new campaigns, playing with looser targeting to find new opportunities, trying to bid for certain keywords for rank. You probably have an ACoS that's good, but there's likely some new opportunity out there. I also believe the sweet spot is somewhere between a 1.5 and 2.5 ACoS power ratio. From 1.5 to 2.0, this is probably an account that's in stable territory. Whereas I've seen accounts that are trying to push for rank, that are in launch mode, or practicing an aggressive style PPC, are probably in the 2.0 to 2.5 range. In the 2.0 to 2.5 range, you're likely wouldn't want to stay there too long, nor would you probably want this to be across every single campaign. Which brings up another cool feature of the ACoS power ratio. You can use it to compare campaign versus another campaign. For example, I hear a lot of clients that they want to scale, but they also want to remain under an account-wide target ACoS or an account-wide ad cost of total sales. So this ACoS power ratio can be great to help you analyze campaign by campaign and ensure that you have some campaigns that are in stable evergreen mode, under control with a very nice ACoS, whereas you want to get a little bit more aggressive in certain areas, you can compare the ACoS power ratio for that campaign in and of itself. So you can ensure that your account-wide ACoS or ACOTS is staying safe. I've generally found that an ACoS power ratio over 2.5 is usually too far aggressive. There's likely too much loose targeting going on and not enough tight targeting going on. When I say loose, I mean things like broad, phrase, and auto-targeting. And when I say tight, I mean things like ASIN targeting and exact match targeting. And that, my friends, is the ACoS power ratio. Again, it's the ACoS of the entire account or campaign, if you're looking at this on a campaign level, over the ACoS of everything with one order or more. A higher ACoS power ratio means you have lots of spend going towards searches that haven't converted. And while this isn't bad in and of itself, we can use this ratio to see that if we're over 2.5, we're probably in a danger zone and we could probably go in there and trim some fat. And an ACoS power ratio of 1.5 to 2.0 is generally reliable. Uh, 2.0 to 2.5 is a little bit aggressive, likely only suitable for a launch. Finally, an ACoS power ratio below 1.5 likely means you're leaving a lot of opportunity to the table and not testing enough, testing new keywords, introducing new campaign types. So how do you get your ACoS power ratio? One way to do it is to download it from your search term report. So you can use filters to calculate the ACoS of everything with one order or more. So that could be very simple. Add a filter, orders, one or greater, and then grab the ACoS of everything that's left over, and then put that underneath your account-wide ACoS. So you might find that your account-wide ACoS is 
30%, but then the A cost of everything with one order or more is 15%. That would be 30 over 15 or A cost power ratio of two. I found that the higher the ratio is, the harder it will be to hit your target A cost. So if you're experiencing a PVC power ratio of three, four, five and up, you're likely having a lot of trouble with your A cost. I also think it's really fun and insightful to log, keep a log of your ACOS power ratio. So then you can start to see, hey, when I was a little bit looser, when I had a higher ACOS power ratio, my ACOS was actually a bit higher. And now that I've lowered it down to maybe a 2.0, now my ACOS is in a much better spot. So then you can know how much you should be testing at any point in time. Well, I'm gonna crack open my laptop pull open Excel and start optimizing some campaigns. A big shout out to Lynn at Radnitsky for this little ratio from the Google Ads days. And I hope this ACOS power ratio helps you gain new insight into your accounts and performance. It's actually very easy to obtain. Honestly, it could be one of the first things that you do when you look at a campaign and you're trying to really get a sense of how it is performing. Is it too tight? Is it too loose? If the ratio is high, that means you probably need to tighten up. A big shout out to you, Badger Nation, for always taking time to improve and learn. And that's our show. If you're a customer, stick around to hear a message just for you. Have a good one, y'all. And I'll see you next week here, inside the Badger Den. And that is our show. As you know, we never want to turn our podcast into a pitch fest for what it is that we do here at AdBadger. Uh, but at the same time, we have a lot of customers that listen to the show. So I just wanted to share a little bit about how we have incorporated the ACOS power ratio for our customers. Um, so inside uh, the dashboard section of AdBadger, uh, of AdBadger software, you can actually go in and see the different dashboards that we have available, both our product dashboard and our advertising trends. Uh, and we also have a bidding trend. Uh, so we call our bidding trends basically the figures that influence how easy or difficult it will be to hit your target ACoS, with the ACoS power ratio being one of them. So currently we have the ACoS power ratio at an account level. So what we've done for you, just sitting waiting there for you, uh, and you can go and look at this at any time, is basically view your ACoS power ratio calculated for you. Uh, so you could see the ratio that you're at, whether it be a 1.5 or 2.5, whatever it might be for you. Um, so it's a really good indicator of if it's very, very low, you should probably go and test a little more. If it's very, very high, uh, it's a good opportunity to use like the poor performers tool that we have inside there and maybe pause some things that aren't converting uh, for you. Um, bids by Badger will automatically sort of suppress any broad matches or auto targeting that's uh, really out of control. So it'll bid a little bit lower on them. And the positive keyword tool will suggest things to basically graduate up. So if you have a broad match keyword, but actually only one search term from that broad match is converting well, uh, our positive keyword tool, either the automated version or the manual version, will give you some suggestions on what to graduate and where to move it. And if you've got questions, 
questions, just reach out to us on how to do, how to do that. Um, so the A-class power ratio, I think it's a fantastic tool. Other things that we want to do with it in our app is, like I mentioned in the show, we want to start logging this for you so you can actually track it over time uh, so you can get a sense of like how tight or loose your account was and how that influenced your ACoS. Um, so you can get a sense of you know when you were testing new things, your ACoS power ratio went up and your ACoS went up slightly with it, but you really improved um, your sales volume to go along with it. So it'll just give you additional insight into your campaign for uh, all the high-powered marketers that use our tool. And I'd also love to start including this on a campaign by campaign basis, uh, because a lot of times you only want to test in certain areas of your campaign. You sort of only want to push it in certain areas of your campaign. So getting a little extra granularity there, I think would be really, really helpful. If you're an app Badger customer, just reach out to us uh, to let us know how, you know, if you have any ideas on how you'd like to incorporate the ACoS power ratio, and we would love to get that in the roadmap for you. Uh, again, thank you everyone for uh, listening, and I'll see you next week here on the PPC Den podcast.